Welcome to Biblegum, the show that brings you Bible insights, lessons, and humor three times per week, or as I like to say, thrice weekly if you're reading the King James. I'm your host, Taj, and on Wednesdays, I present a word for you that will help you with your Bible study. And boy, do I have a word for you today. This one word has caused so much trouble throughout history. In fact, I don't think there has been one word that has caused so many divisions and arguments within churches and different groups than this word. Today, I won't be covering who is right. I will just simply cover the definition of the word, where it came from. But before I get into all of that, I want my Bible gum, Bible gum, Bible gum, Bible gum, Bible gum. All right. Sometimes I like to use that theme song to just break up the tenseness in the room because this word is kind of heavy. As I previously mentioned, this word has caused many debates throughout the years. I won't be going through all the doctrine and saying who's wrong or right because this is a very broad word and it can be used in many applications. Today's word is baptize. I assume as soon as I said that word, one image immediately came to your mind. And if I were a gambling man, I would bet my lunch that somehow, someway, water made its way into your mind. See, there was a fellow by the name of John the Baptist. Do you know why they called him that? It wasn't his last name or where he was from. But throughout scriptures, we know him as John the Baptist. And no, he did not attend First Baptist Church in Atlanta. And if you said the reason why he was called John the Baptist is because he was the first one to baptize, you are right. Well, kind of right. You are right-ish. Not fully right, but right nonetheless. In fact, I will read something that John the Baptist himself said. In Matthew 3, verse 11. He said, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Did you catch all that? If you noticed, there were three types of baptism in that one verse. Yes, John the Baptist mentioned three different types of baptism. In fact, I don't think anyone else in the scriptures did that in one verse. So if anyone was supposed to do it, it might as well be John the Baptist. They don't call him John the Baptist for nothing. But note, there was baptism of water, baptism of the Holy Spirit or Holy Ghost, and baptism of fire. All three of these baptisms are very different things. And honestly, I will not have the time to cover the difference between all three right now. And trust me, there have been so many debates over each one of them that I could go on and make an entire podcast just for that. And I don't mean just a podcast episode. I mean an entire show focusing on baptism and the types of baptism and all the references and nuances with it in the Bible. And honestly, there isn't that many passages with it. However, it has just caused so much controversy that there is a lot to be said about the word and the topic. Anyways, going back to the word, baptism. After all, this is Word for Wednesday. What does the word mean? If you look in a dictionary, you'll see all sorts of religious definitions such as administering a religious rite or penance or so many other words referencing the practice of water baptism. But the definitions that are in the modern Bibles don't fully define what the word is. It just simply states what different churches do. To best understand what baptize means, you should look in an etymology dictionary which shows the root word, where it comes from. And I'm not one of those guys to always drop the Greek word and pound on my chest and make myself feel good about myself. That's something that I used to always despise when I was younger in church. When some guy gets up there and he wants to talk, well, you know, the word in Greek means, and he goes on and on and on and on, and Dr. So-and-so wants to show off. 
And he tells me all this Greek stuff. And truthfully, I don't even know if he's making it up. All I know is he doesn't speak Greek. But whatever, it makes him feel better to bring it up. So I find it very funny right now. But honestly, there is no other way to define the word baptize without using Greek. Why is that? Because baptize is really not an English word. It's an old Greek word that they simply brought into the English language. In fact, we English speakers do that a lot. And I'll just give you two examples of French words that we often say. And they're really not English words at all. We just literally took the French word and started using it. Déjà vu and cliché. Those are simply French words that we use every day in English. Well, baptize is pretty much the same thing, except it comes from Greek, not French. And the word literally means to be dipped or submerged, immersed, to be covered or soaked. So when it comes to water baptism, by definition, a water baptism involves a person being dipped, immersed, soaked, or emerged into water. And today is definitely not the day or the time to go into all the different ways various groups administer baptism. But by definition, the Greek word simply means immersion. So in Matthew 3, when John the Baptist speaks of the three types of baptism, he's simply talking about being fully immersed or fully immersed by water, the spirit, or fire. And especially fire, I really don't have time to go into all of that. Now, every time you hear the word baptism or baptist, just know you're speaking Greek. Now that you know the root word and where it comes from, the next time you observe a baptism, you can see if it fits the definition. As usual, I hope you found this helpful and interesting. You can find additional information at BibleGum.org or on Twitter and Instagram at BibleGumPodcast. And remember, share your BibleGum with a friend. You can listen and share for free on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or any podcast app. Thanks for listening. Until next time, later.